At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. the nuts i'm mike palm he is the mall shaw this is season one episode 151 quarterback competitions we're going to talk about quarterback competitions today and we're going to talk about it with a guy that's an expert in quarterback competitions i mean he competed everywhere from notre dame to the raiders to the cardinals to the panthers to the jaguars he was in quarterback competitions his whole career that spanned almost two decades in the nfl that's steve burlock yeah looking forward to it obviously a ton of experience played at notre dame we'll get his takes on some the quarterback competitions around the National Football League. Anyone in particular that stands out to you that you're looking at that really intrigues you? I, I think this, uh, the one in New Orleans is very intriguing to me because... I think it's a tough call. Geez, I thought it would be a walkover for Jamison. Not so fast, my yeah, friend. Exactly. And, and But I think Jamison could be set for a big year down there. He's still got a very talented team. He finally gets out of Florida, right? Florida State, Tampa Bay. He gets to start uh, fresh, and he gets to start fresh with one of the best offensive minds in the game in Sean Payton. Yeah, it really is. I, for my money, Sean Payton's still probably the best play caller in the NFL. I know a lot of people like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, rightfully so, but I think Payton uh, is on just a se- separate level compared to everyone else. Uh, but then Taysom Hill, you know, he has he looked pretty good in week in the week uh, first week of preseason against Baltimore. I guess even if if Jameis wins the job, you're going to see Taysom Hill in a lot, just like it was with J- with Drew Brees as as a changeup. What Sean Payton likes to do with that offense. 
Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, I, I think there will be situational spots you will see Taysom Hill in. I think it will force other teams to be a little bit more prepared in terms of how you face the New Orleans Saints. Uh, do you think this team can be competitive enough to win the division? Are they a wild card? What's your perspective on that? You know, I'm so, I, I just don't know about them. I think that's, I think Tampa Bay is your division winner, unless there's some sort of rash of injuries or Brady gets hurt. I think they're clearly the best team. But this New Orleans team accomplished a lot with Drew Brees in his final season, who had no ability to throw the ball 20 yards down the field. Well, look, I think Drew's, obviously we all know, is going to go to the Hall of Fame, but I think one of the things that frustrates me with from people that cover the league and having covered the league before, I, I think what you have to realize is some of the people that do cover the league on a daily basis, they can't come out and criticize certain people. The reality of it is uh, Drew Brees was not particularly a great quarterback last year, and we anoint him based on what he's done in the past. I think the talent in New Orleans, when you look at it, is probably top five in the league. I thought they were the most balanced team in football last saying, year, both yeah. sides of the ball. They're, they're they were talented. top five, both sides of the ball, yeah. in efficiency. I, I think they have tremendous talent, and I, I'm surprised if this team regresses as much as people think they will. I, I don't think the loss of Breeze is going to be as impactful. They've got playmakers around. Uh, I think when you look at Alvin Kamara, he is a top three in terms of rushing and receiving. I put him with Cook and with um, uh, Christian McCaffrey as one of the top three backs in terms of doing both running and receiving. I think if Jameis has a decent season and can cut down on all these interceptions, they're a fringe wildcard team. See, I think they can do better if he doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, meaning like better than a fringe wildcard team because I I think with uh, Bruce Arians, it took certain risk. They were also playing a little bit from behind at times. This Tampa team got better last year, also defensively. I think when you look at Sean Payton, he will not necessarily put Jameis in a risky position. I think their defense is still good enough to compete with anyone. I think they should be right there. Let me ask you this question. Compare two teams. I don't want to get Price involved here. Which one is more likely to make the playoffs, the 49ers or the Saints, in your mind? Well, I would say, well, that's a great question. I would say New Orleans because I think they're in a more manageable division. I just thought that that'd be the most comparable. That, there. That's a really good yeah. one. And I, I think the 49ers are a little bit better. But do you agree that they're not solid at the quarterback position? Look, Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter because Trey Lance, as you, I love the quote you had. It might have been from Lombardi, which is Trey Lance is a year away from being a year away. Yeah, that, that's true. I'm, I'm not as high. And they're still co favorites in the West with the Rams. Why you love that Rams bet so much? The Rams to win the division is the second-best bet in football in the preseason. The Buffalo Bills to win the East is the best bet out there. But again, sometimes, remember, they you know they give Naomi Osaka at minus 380 in tennis today when she's at the U.S. Open in two weeks. She'd be 1,000 versus Jill Teichman. Up there, there's, uh, yeah, I, you know tennis. You know, we went 3-0 and yesterday. You know tennis. You know when what the price should be on these matches. And I agree with you. I, I agree with you that there's so much value with the Rams here, but this Bills is such a guy. I mean, the Bills should be $4 in the East. I, well, not only that, how are the 49ers the favorite now? Cam Akers is worth that much to everybody? Well, that's pretty an interesting question to ask Steve Burley, how he thinks that the Rams running game is going to do this year. Fair. It's, it's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and then the other quarterback battle I want to ask him about is, uh, is, in, is in Denver as well. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a mall shot. Coming up in less than five minutes, we're going to have Steve Burley, former NFL quarterback and a Golden Domer, joined the program. 1999, he led the NFL in passing. That's the year that was the greatest show on turf. 
and to think that he had more passing yards than Kurt Warner, who was the MVP. I would have never <laughs> in a million years guessed that. Right? I would have that, never. That, that's a great stat. The research that, that's a this. great stat on that one. Yeah. I would have never guessed that one. Yeah. You know, you mentioned we didn't mention the competition in Denver, and I thought we uh, basically gave enough time to that competition. Okay. There's no reason to discuss it. As 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 Schlereth said the other day, he said, whoever wins it will be the fourth best quarterback in the division. <laughs> That's a great answer. He's right. That's what he told Chuck. He's right. Okay, Amal, I want to go behind the bets before we get to Steve on your, your best college football future bet. And for you, it's going to involve your team, Iowa State. Yeah, I love the Cyclones team this year. Potential five All-Americans on this team. When you look at McDonald, Will McDonald, defense uh, event. He had 10 and a half sacks, co-leader in the uh, nation last year. Offensively, Mike, you mentioned it. Brees Hall, tremendous tailback. Could be a potential first-team All-American. I-, I love where this team stands. Uh, they're going to be favored in 11 of 12 games. The only game they're going to be an underdog is against Oklahoma in Norman. I think Sooners are going to have a monster season. They should be terrific. Uh, you look at Iowa State. They've got a ton of starters coming back both sides of the ball. This team has an opportunity to have a tremendous year, 19 starters returning. I like their win total over nine. Now, we'll say this. Look, because the number is currently still sitting at nine, I would play the nine. If it's nine and a half, Mike, I am still playing it. I think this team beats the Hawkeyes. They beat Texas. I don't think there's anybody else on the schedule. I know Gary Patterson usually has a year where they play well, but I believe they have to go to Ames. TCU does. I'm not a believer in Max Duggan. I think uh, Brock Purdy's going to have a tremendous year for this Iowa State Cyclones team under center. I like Iowa State not only to get over nine wins, to at least get to 10, potentially 11. If things go properly in Norman, I think they could win that game. It's going to be tough, but remember, the last four games, they've been within 10 points, and seven uh, excuse me, three of those games have been by seven or less. Do they get Texas at home? They do. That's, that's key, because Texas is clearly the third best team, I think. Then I think there's a separation. There is, but... Look, I think there's a confidence level that the Cyclones have this year that has just never permeated before in that program. Let me ask you about this game against Iowa, though. This number opened four. It's now up to six, six and a half in some spots. I think that's too many points. I, I, oh, God, you're crushing me. I didn't know it was that much yeah. already. I, I mean, look, I still like the Cyclones. But, you know, there's certain teams you don't want to lay points with or against. Iowa's the team you don't want to lay points with, nor do you want to necessarily lay a number against them. I, I wouldn't, in that rivalry, I would never want to lay three or more points because the games are always close. Yeah, the Seahawks series should be a good one, but it's it's going to be important because I think both teams have a chance to have a really good year. Well, that's the first step for them because they can't afford a loss and Norman and lose to Iowa and still get into the playoff. As a two-loss Big 12 champion, they're not getting in. You're absolutely right. You know, if you're if you're an undefeated Big 12 champion, we have question marks about you. But no, you're absolutely right. But Mike, here's the thing: if they lose to Iowa, I think this season then could potentially go awry the way it did for Penn State last year when they lost to Indiana. I think mm-hmm. this is a this is a real balancing act for this season in terms of how this team plays out and where it goes. Uh, I have won a future bet in college football, and that's Indiana. I'm going to fade this Indiana team. I'm going under eight wins. You can still find it at DraftKings. I know it's moved to seven and a half in a lot of places, and you can get even money to the under. This was a very, very fortunate team last year. Sort of a media darling because of the way they performed and exceeded expectations. Uh, but th- when you think about turnover luck, that's that's one thing that it's hard to continue, right? Plus eight turnovers in only eight games. They won three games outright as a dog. They got the lucky call on the two-point conversion at Penn State, and they get. And- I want to go to that real okay. quick. To your point, I thought Penix was a little bit short. He was. But I was cheering for Indiana, yeah. 
And, and I'll be honest, now that it's over and they got the call, I thought it was wrong. Yeah, it was the wrong call. Okay. And it, it flipped both seasons, as yes, you said. Yes, it did, yeah. It flipped both, and they get Cincinnati. So I just think it's hard for them. I think they lose to Iowa in week one. Um, and, and so I don't think that they can get to, definitely not to nine. I think they their, their ceiling is probably seven. All right, it's our pleasure at this time to join the Nuts for the very first time. Steve Berline, college football and pro football analyst for CBS Sports, had a, just a terrific career. Uh, played at Notre Dame, and then was drafted by the Raiders. Almost two decades as a quarterback in the NFL. Steve, thanks for taking the time this morning. Guys, thanks for inviting me. I want to start with Notre Dame, and then we'll, and then we'll switch to the NFL. Uh, they're still ranked in the top ten preseason. They lose Ian Book, but they get Jack Cohn, who has the experience of having played at Wisconsin in 2019. In fact, led them to the Rose Bowl, a Big Ten West Championship. Where do you see Notre Dame this year? Are they a playoff contender? You know, uh, that's, that's a great question. I, I have this battle with my fellow Notre Dame alum all the time. Uh, it seems as though every year, um, you know, the Notre Dame faithful, of which I, I know, Mike, you're one. You're one of the alums out there from what I hear. So, um you know, every year it seems like the mentality is this is our year, and I just haven't seen it yet. And one of the main reasons that I, I lack that confidence, I think, is just the lack of success that uh, Brian Kelly has had in big games. Now, obviously, we've been to the playoffs, and we've uh, earned our way in there, arguably, uh, in terms of just the way that uh, teams in front of us have lost and the fact that Notre Dame is is has uh, always just kind of found themselves right there, either on that bubble or in that top four, and uh, they deserve to get that chance. But I just don't think that we've proven that we can play at that elite level uh, at, at this point um, over the term of Brian Kelly's career. So, uh, you know, I, I every year I, I go into these games and I look at it from an analyst standpoint, and I say, I just think we're we're not quite. Uh, able to match up with those uh, Alabamas, Ohio States, Clemsons on a regular basis. You know, every once in a while, as we beat Clemson uh, last year in the first game uh, during the regular season, uh, we played our best football game. They were without Trevor Lawrence or without a couple of their key defensive players. But I think both teams knew that the second game was going to be the big one between Notre Dame and Clemson, and, and Notre Dame just didn't show up for that game. So. Um, the, the bottom line is that, um, you know, we're, we're a, a team that's right there. Uh, whether or not we can get over the hump uh, it remains to be seen. My confidence is not there, especially because of the questions we have at quarterback this year. Uh, you know, Jack Cohn's a guy that I think uh, is serviceable. Uh, he's got experience. Uh, we've got a couple of good young quarterbacks, I think, that Notre Dame's excited about. Uh, whether or not they're ready to help get Notre Dame over the hump, I, I just don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I'll tell you this much. Stop recruiting quarterbacks from Eldorado Hills in Wisconsin. Go get quarterbacks from Servite in modern day. You guys got a chance. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but, you know, the, Jack, the experience from Jack Cohn coming from Wisconsin, I think, is what attracted uh, Brian Kelly and that staff to him. But uh, you're right. He, he's, uh, I think he's very limited in what he can provide, and uh, it's only a temporary uh, Band-Aid, I think. Steve, obviously you've had a lot of experience in your time in the NFL in terms of when you're on a team in a quarterback competition. Just kind of a broad overview question. 
what is it like when you're going into an open competition with a quarterback that, you know, you're in the quarterback room constantly together, you're working together, there's a certain amount of, obviously the competition is, exists, but there's not necessarily animosity there. How do you work in conjunction with someone whose job you're potentially trying to take or they're trying to take your job? Well, you know, every once in a while there is animosity, and that's, that's uh, usually the product of immaturity on, uh, on one of the quarterbacks, uh, uh, from one of the quarterbacks' perspectives. And, you know, over all the years that I played in, in college and uh, in the pros, there were only a couple of those situations. Uh, we don't need to get into those, but for the most part, people that enjoy success at that, le- at that highest level are guys that can separate uh, the personal from the professional. I mean, we all realize that uh, we, we all want to play. We all think we can play. We all think we deserve that opportunity. Uh, we wouldn't be there if, if we didn't think we could get the job done. Um, but you also have to understand that, that uh, the, 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 the makeup of the football team is every bit, if not more so, important than uh, your personal battle that you're trying to fight. So you, you, you put your best foot forward, you give it the best shot, you control the things that you can control, you be supportive to your teammates. doesn't mean you have to go out of your way to help your competition, but, but I, I think you do have to be able to coexist and, 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 and uh, you know, try to make it as uh, comfortable an environment as you possibly can. Share ideas, share thoughts. Uh, you can control only what you can control. If the coach decides to go another way. You've got to find a way to mentally prepare yourself to look forward to that next opportunity, which inevitably does come at some point. And uh, the guys that have the ability to process and deal with uh, the disappointment of not being given the opportunity initially uh, are the ones that uh, can usually process the next opportunity and, and get themselves in position, position to take advantage of it and prove that uh, that they they are able to handle that job as well. So uh, it's a it's a dynamic that that uh, I think is very underreported, uh, but is very important to the overall makeup of a football team. The team has to know that the backup quarterback is all in, even though he's not playing. And if he's not, it can cause a lot of problems dividing the football team. We're speaking with Steve Berline, 1999 NFL passing yards leader. Uh, and analyst for CBS Sports, both the NFL and college football. Steve, I want to talk about a couple specific quarterback battles right now. When you're looking at the Denver Broncos, you know, the odds right now are Drew Locke will take the first snap of the season, minus 175, Teddy Bridgewater, plus 125. What would be the upside to starting Bridgewater, in your opinion? And my opinion is Locke is going to be the starter. Locke's the guy they drafted. Bridgewater is there. Um, to be a capable backup and to be a mentor to Drew Locke. But the future, if there's a future between these two quarterbacks, is obviously Locke. I agree, uh, and, and I, but at the same time, I disagree. I, I think that uh, Teddy Bridgewater was brought there uh, with the purpose of pushing and competing uh, with Drew Locke. Uh, you know, Drew Locke has been a disappointment to this point in time. Uh, that, that's the reason Teddy Bridgewater is there. That's the reason they're, they haven't named a starter yet. Um, I do believe that right now, uh, and, and this, this is a good football team, by the way, other than inconsistency at quarterback. They've got a lot of good young uh, talent on that team. Uh, you talk about the wide receivers. You talk about on the defensive side of the ball. They've obviously invested a, 
a high draft pick and a running back this year. Uh, they've got Melvin Gordon there for depth at the running back position. Uh, this is a team that's ready to win right now. And, and, and Vic Fangio has to win this year. He's got he's to show improvement. They've got to get themselves in the thick of things this year. And so there is going to be pressure to go with that, that veteran quarterback. And I really do think Teddy Bridgewater is a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's a top 15 starting quarterback in the NFL, but he's right there in that bubble. And I think the situation last year in Carolina for him was very difficult. He was making a transition to a new team that was uh, dealing with a new head football coach. They didn't have a normal offseason. They had Christian McCaffrey out for 90% of the season. Uh, They had new receivers in. Uh, It it was a very, very difficult situation. I thought the Panthers jumped the gun. I really thought that Teddy Bridgewater deserved another chance in Carolina. So I'm, I'm kind of bullish on Teddy Bridgewater. I think he can get the job done. I think he gives them a better chance to win right now with all the questions surrounding Drew Locke. But potential-wise, Drew Locke has the ability to, to maybe take it to the next level. But I think Teddy Bridgewater gives him a chance to win coming out of the gates with that football team uh, built the way that it is right now. Steve, we brought you in with a Notre Dame question. I want to take you out with this. What's the most important game you played in your career when you lost to Cincinnati Moeller? Because it gave Jerry Faust a chance to see you. <laughs> well. I don't know about that. I would say that was a that was a huge game for me in my overall, um, you know, status as a as being one of the top uh, quarterback recruits in the country that year. Uh, we did lose the game. Moeller was number one in the country that year. We ended up number three. Uh, Jerry Fowles' dad was actually at that game. Jerry was already the head coach at Notre Dame, but Jerry Fowles' dad actually called him up after the game and said, "Hey, you you got to look at this kid from California. Never seen anybody throw the ball." like these guys did out there. And so that really piqued Jerry Faust's interest and got them uh, excited about me. But uh, I think the rest of the, the body of work for that year would have taken care of itself eventually as well. But it was, a, it was definitely a big statement game for myself and my team. And fortunately, we, uh, we ended up overcoming the, the initial loss and had a great successful year. It led to some great opportunities for me down the road. And I got to wear that gold helmet for a few years. Yeah, and you wore it very well. <clears throat> Thank you so much for the time today, Steve. We appreciate it. You got it, guys. Anytime. Take care. Take Thank care. You. Love his insight and in what he talked about with these quarterback competition. I also agree with him on Teddy Bridgewater. I disagree. That's fine. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I mean, is, is that what is that what the Denver needs is a check down quarterback? No, but don't you know, I think people forget the success he was having in Minnesota before he got that injury. I mean, look, Minnesota would you, not. Have, you said it before he got that injury. He's been a different quarterback since then. I, I think that's a fair argument. I, I would still contend, though, that Bridgewater, to me, and here's the question. Do you believe Drew Locke is the guy? Does Denver believe that? I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think they're convinced yet, but I, this is the year they're going to give him a chance. This is a Talk about New Orleans. This is a good team around him. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Uh, now, listen, if everyone can get as open as they did against Minnesota, Drew Locke will look like the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I think most people will be playing a professional roster against them. Talking about quarterback <laughs> competition, you hit it, though. 
everywhere that Steve Berline went, he was in competition with yeah. somebody, whether he was the incumbent or the new guy right. coming in. I mean, he had Blair Keel and, and Terry Andresiak at Notre Dame, Jay Schrader with the Raiders, Chris Chandler when he was with the Cardinals, Mark Brunel with his time in, with the Jaguars, and then he sort of mentored Kerry Collins in that relationship in Carolina. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, though, the stat you gave for the show, in case people didn't hear it, uh, was one that Steve Berline led the National Football League in passing yards in 1999. That was the year of the greatest show on turf, Mike. And Kurt Warner was the MVP. I, I would have never in a million years guessed that. When we come back, we're going to take a look at Major League Baseball. A few games left on the schedule. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know. But I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Welcome back into the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Amal, a lot of early day baseball games here on a Thursday again. Uh, Tampa Bay looks like they're going to lose their 15th in a row and go to 1-15 this year against the Tampa Bay Rays. 4 to nothing right now. You know the true number that made a pick them in this game was three runs? Minus 2.5 was still a minus price on the alternate run line on the Rays. Minus 3.5 was a plus. They have lost their last 14 games by 91 runs, the longest stretch since the 1899 Cleveland Spiders, who, by the way, that was their last year of existence. This is why American sports needs relegation. This team should be sent down to AAA. I am sure there's a AAA team that would be more competitive than this team. Um, You know, the other thing is you'd love to see in baseball a minimum floor in terms of salary spending instead of overspending on a couple of guys, giving Chris Davis a bad contract. That's that's, That's in the Bobby Bonilla uh, stratosphere there. How bad that is, how long they're going to be paying Chris. No, nothing will ever be as bad as the Bobby Bonilla. I said it's in the stratosphere. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, no. Bobby uh, Bonilla's got his own solar system. <laughs> I mean, the interest alone on the Bobby Bonilla deal makes it the greatest thing ever. And I'll tell you what, it was one of the worst signings. The Angels, Jose Quintana. He is god awful. He got hurt. He came He hasn't been able to throw strikes all year. But the Tigers are running him out of the joint today at Camara. By the way, you mentioned, you know, Quintana signing for the Angels. That's like. King, king of clubs. The ace of spades will always be the horrendous Albert Pujols deal. Well, I mean, come on. Give me a break. They haven't found a lot of luck with, uh, with, with the pitchers, though, with the free agent pitchers. Andrew Heaney pitched well last night. I told, you, I, I told you I like him. He did pitch well, and they continue. I didn't like run. him in the game, but I like him overall. Let's as a take a look at a couple of these games. I think we have them both in the playbook uh, games that are later today. At least they have pitching matchups. No, still no pitcher for the Dodgers. We thought it was going to be Bueller last night or tonight. They haven't announced anybody. Garrett becomes almost a must-win game for the Phillies after dropping the first two in Arizona. And you got your guy, Zach Wheeler, going to the hill. But he goes up against Madison Baumgartner. This number opened up about 195, up to 210 in some spots with a total of eight of them all. Yeah, this is a game I think it's going to be a pretty good pitching matchup. I've got to play on this in the playbook coming up here shortly. Mike, to me, I think Madison Baumgartner, because of the rough start, at one point I thought we weren't going to have opportunities to bet against him. I thought he'd be shelved. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> but this guy has really turned it around to his credit, particularly pitching in a hitter-friendly ballpark. Uh, I, I think this is a game you would look at maybe potentially playing this total under or the Arizona Diamondbacks. Big number here with the D-backs. Remember, this was a similar situation against, um, I forgot who was for the Giants. It might have been Gosman or someone else about a week or two ago on the mound. And uh, Diamondbacks get the win with Bumgarner on the mound. Remember he threw the 7 inning no-hitter against the Braves earlier yes. this year. That's not a no-hitter because it was a doubleheader game. But he had, like Scher- Scherzer started out with three bad starts. He started out with five bad starts. Yeah. Since then, he's been the best pitcher by far for the Diamondbacks. Well, yeah, I would go further than that. He's been one of the better pitchers in the league when you look at his numbers in terms of what he's been able to do. All right, and then this, the other game here, Brewers-Cardinals. Um, Woodruff goes tonight, so they get all of their in this series. Peralta, Burns, Woodruff, all their t- big three go against the Cardinals. Against uh, a ba- guy, You mean a guy, batting practice? A guy that's really had a tough time, John Lester. Uh, and and I, the $2 favorite for the Brewers, and deservedly so in my mind. Yeah, it's a big number on the road, but Woodruff's been outstanding. Look at John Lester's whip. It's Ooh. unbelievable how brutal this guy's been. North of one and a half. Uh, Woodruff's been outstanding. He's got a whip under one here. I'm not thrilled about the number. But Mike, don't you think with how bad Lester's been, you love the fact that when a team's on the road with the run line, you get those nine at-bats. Opportunity here for Milwaukee to kind of put St. Louis away, uh, put this team out of its misery for the season. I, I think you have to look at the Brew Crew minus a one and a half. That's my singular play today. Uh, minus 120. Yeah. Two dollars a little bit high. So if you're going to take the loss, you take the chance on the run line. If here. you were going to play at two ten, then you had to hook them up with with uh, Tampa Bay early, and but that was three fifty. 
If you if you made that parlay, you were still uh, laying minus one eleven, I believe. I want to ask you a couple of quick questions. One, last night, tough beat in St. Louis, Milwaukee. If you had the <laughs> under game gets to ni- the ninth inning and a run scored by the Brew Crew, and then it tough goes beat to if ten. you had Flaherty. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Flaherty <laughs> pitched extremely well last night. I like that kid a lot. Uh, Jake McGee last night blows another save for the Giants. They were up one nothing. They had to put it together. We saw that um, De Sclafani goes out with an injury. Are you concerned at all at the back of the bullpen for the Giants as they continue to go forward? Can they continue to perform at this level? I don't know. Rodgers, McGee, I just think the Giants are a bet against when you get to the playoffs. I, they may win the division still. They blew that game they should have won yesterday. Dodgers made up a game playing the Pirates, so it's three. That that race is like a pick in there. I just think it's going to be tough for the Giants because if, if, if there's a question with De Sclafani, and let's face it, he hasn't pitched that well the last month. It's Gaussman, and then what? You're relying on Cueto and Wood? I don't like either one of those two. I, I like Johnny Cueto. He's probably not as good as he once was, but when you mentioned this National League, uh, I think we could be potentially looking at a wild card game. You ready for this? Giants-Reds. The San Diego Padres continue to falter. They've lost now seven in a row at course. Could be Giants-Phillies. I think the Phillies win the division. You, you think Atlanta? They're down three and a half now. The Braves are streaky. Streaky. You go ahead. You... I tell you they had an underrated trade deadline. They get the three outfielders in Rodriguez. When we come back, Amal's hot, 3-0, blistering in tennis. Let's hope he gives us some more winners. Now that the NFL preseason is kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide is only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and college guide. Reserve your copy, or better yet, sign up for the VSIN All Access Package and get everything we offer for the entire football season. That's the guide. That's Point Spread Weekly, every Wednesday. Download it, digital version. That's on demand. You watch these shows at any time. The video, the audio, the podcast, and Bill 80's daily email outlining the best bets of both the hosts and the guests. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. I'm all, welcome back into the nuts. I'm all Shaw, Mike Palm. Matt Humans, a tremendous amount of workload putting this guy together, writing for it. He was only able to spend a couple hours at Stadium Swim with us on Saturday because of the amount of workload Bill Eighty, of course, a, a rigid taskmaster when it comes to getting these products put out on time. So we're really looking forward to that. Also, he released the uh, top 50 fast food rankings this week. So a, a very, a very big week for Matty Humans. Yeah, I'm very excited to catch that. I want to get my play out of the way here. Um, I, we mentioned it in the first subject. I'm going Brewers with Woodruff against the Cardinals on the run line. It's 210 if you play the money line. Lester has just been awful. I don't know why they acquired him. If they I thought didn't that, either. It doesn't make any sense. It makes about as much sense as Richie over the hill for the Mets. They finally <laughs> told the Mets he can't, he can't. Now he's three and a, three and a third in dive. They tried to throw him out there for six innings the first two times. I'll play the run line minus 120 here. When you play a run line, you get both pitchers listed automatically. Just like when you play a first five, you get both pitchers listed automatically. If, you're, if, if I were to play this game on the money line, I would list them both. I would be specific in that. Because it's much against Lester as it is on Woodruff. Amal, great, undefeated in tennis yesterday. We want more. 
Uh, yeah, you know, Pagula was a walkover, so that match was canceled. Mm-hmm. I said about Halep, had the injury concern, she would draw some the tournament. A little bit concerned about her long-term. Made a lot of money. I don't know how long she'll continue to play as she gets older. Uh, the one play I have today, and it was because of a rain delay, I sent it in, but it already started. Ash Barty was minus 130 against Victoria Azarenka. I thought this was a joke of a line. Are they in the Are they in the round of 16 right now? Yes, in tournament? Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, Western Southern Open in Mason, Ohio. Um, Ash Barty's minus 130. Unfortunately, uh, maybe you get an opportunity if Barty loses the second set. She won the first set, Mike, 6-0. Mm. Bagels has a rank in the first set there. But we're going to go with Pagula today, coming back with her against Carolina Pliskova. Has been tremendous against Pliskova this year. Really been dominant. I expect her to continue that here. Pagula getting a, the rest after the win against Georgie the other day. I thought that was one of the best bets we had all year on Monday against Georgie because she had just lost to her in the semifinals in Montreal. Then now against Pliskova, I think she gets another win here, so she'll move on to the eight. And then in baseball, I'm going to go first five here. Um, I, I, oh, I've got we've got the uh, I might have sent Jacob the wrong information, but the play is officially for the uh, first five innings under, uh, under four. four under four here uh, because I'm a little bit concerned about bullpens and these extra innings. Rob Manfred, not only does he kill the game, he kills betters as well. I mean this this guy you could no longer bet full game unders. It's so difficult because remember the uh, we saw it in the Giants game last night, six to two final, one zero going into the top of the ninth. Uh, Brew Crew game last night against the uh, Cards, three two going into the top of the ninth, winds up with what? What was the final there? I think uh, they score a seven run, a seven two or something like that. Six two, I think. Six two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult now because it totally distorts the game. Thank God this is going away after this year. Next year they won't have this ghost runner uh, when they get to. <laughs> but don't you think they should put the runner on first base? I don't think they should have the runner at all. Just some of these games that you want to play 12, 15. They should games. play seven inning games them all. I, that I agree. If you're worried about you don't have enough depth of pitching, then play seven inning games. They're two hours, two and a half hours. People love the People will sit there and watch for five and a half hours to see a doubleheader. They're not watching three and a half hours for one game. Uh, I, I think that's a fair point. I had a friend of mine back in 2015, 2016 say that baseball should switch to seven innings. It just, just to shorten the game because the – you know, one of the problems you have in baseball today is these games are taking too Look, long. Look, the NBA is two and a half hours. Hockey is 220 to two and a half hours. The NFL is the only product that is so good that people will sit there and watch for three hours and 15 wait, minutes. Wait a minute. What NBA game is two and a half hours? Charlotte versus Washington on pay-per-view that nobody's watching? Well, Do you ever they're, watch they're, the end of an NBA game? No, I don't watch the beginning either. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about something that happened at, at Cellular One last night in Chicago. We talked about it on Follow the Money with Mitch and Paul. I was watching a Mexican soccer game at home because I had a bet on it, and I was just looking because uh, I bet Lance Lynn last night, so I was just following along. And then it comes an update. Lance Lynn ejected after a foreign substance check at end of uh, top of the fourth. And I thought, oh, God, he's going to get suspended, and my Cy Young tickets are done. And then I go on Twitter. No, he got ejected. Here's what happens to all. He gets the third out. He had 75 pitches through three innings. Okay, yeah. He was struggling mightily. They were tied 1-1. He has a 13-pitch top of the fourth. He gets quickly off the mound, right? He said in the, in, the, in the post-game press conference, I was going to see the trainer. I was having an issue, and I needed to get to the trainer to get worked on during the, during the, the bottom of the fourth. The umpire, Nick Lentz, the third-base umpire, was late coming over. He's yelling at me as I'm walking down the dugout. we got to check you. I put my hat in my glove, and it's right on the video. He puts his hat and his glove on the top of the dugout, and he goes down in there. Lynch comes over, he's checking the hat and glove. He says, I need to see your belt, too. Lynn take, he's down in the dug. He takes off the belt and throws it up onto the field. They threw him out of the game. You know, these umpires think people are paying money to come and see them play. And, yeah. and 
I have a feeling just based on Lance Lynn that it wasn't you saw it. No, it was it was if I was throwing it to you, it would have landed close to that chair. I mean, it was up and over so he could look at the belt because he was already down there with the trainer. Ridiculous. LaRusa came out and argued for about three minutes. But then after the game, they said, you think Lance Lynn will get suspended? He goes, geez, I hope not, but I don't know what baseball will do. I wish LaRusa didn't make that comment. I wish I he had said definitively no. Shouldn't even got thrown yeah, out of the game. Absolutely. LaRusa, I mean, come on, he's a lawyer. He should have been better in, in defending his uh, his player there. <laughs> yeah, it's not about them. But so it's an interesting Cy Young race in the American League. Do you think Otani is starting to gather momentum for Cy Young? He's going to be the MVP. We know that. You think he's starting to gather him eight and one now, and he eight innings last night? No, not enough. Not he, enough he'd work. He'd have to. We're in mid-August. He'd have to finish twelve and one or thirteen and one. He he'd ha- he has to win. He has four to win more four games. more games. Yes, to have a realistic shot. And then I think you got to give some credit to the fact that he is playing both ways. That makes a huge difference. But this Lynn, excuse me, this Lance Lynn being tossed out is ridiculous. You know, look, I, I'm not a big fan of when um, I mean, when managers come out. And they're just apoplectic and just sitting there uh, just going crazy at the umpire. I I think that needs to be cut out from the players and managerial standpoint. But throwing out a player for this, come on, give me a break. Yeah, it it was awful. In the National League, I still don't think Wheeler should be favored. You can still get Bueller at $3. I think it's two pitchers. And I know that there's six tangentially in the race, but I think it comes down right now to Burns and Bueller. One of those two is going to win it. I actually think they should have a year where we said, you know, we don't think anybody's worthy of it. We're not going to give the award. No, I'm serious. Well, you can say Bueller. He's 12 and two. He's in the top five in most statistical categories. I, I get Bueller. I, and you know, he's going to start tremendous. the third game for the Dodgers. I, I'm not referring to Bueller for the for the National League. No. I'm more towards the American League. Oh, the American League. League. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Uh, you know, and nobody's been hot down the stretch here in the American League, and I certainly don't think Garrett Cole deserves to win it. When we come back, we're going to do the betting profile of Amal's favorite team this year, the L.A. Rams. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook. The industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. I see what you did there, and I think a lot of our astute listeners also saw it. You started a tad late so you could rush the rush pay bit. Very good. Yeah, very good. Very good. This is the nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. He's been waiting for this day. It's another Christmas morning here at VEASAN. We're starting our profiles of the NFC West. And, of course, even though they're not favored, we will start with the L.A. Rams, your Super Bowl champions, according I, to him. Hold on. Let's clarify one thing before you proceed. I never once said Super Bowl champions. NFC all, champions. Yes, correct. Get it right. You think they lose to the Chiefs? In the I Super do. Bowl? I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back this year. Yeah. That, what was that game? 53-50 on Monday Night Football I think a few they're still scoring. It was like <laughs> West Virginia, Oklahoma, and Morgantown. All right. Let's start with the team betting profile and then the individual awards. I'm sure, Amal, you'll have more than one best bet on this group. No. Um, nope. and, and I'll try. Nope. Just that? Just to win the NFC? Yes. That's your best? Oh, no. To win the division. Win the division. How about well. and the NFC? All right. We'll get to it. Super Bowl 14-1. to To be the, and you say no on that. To be the MNFC representative in the Super Bowl, plus 650 to win the West. You love this. They're the second choice right now. The Niners are plus 180. They are plus 190. Minus $2 to make the playoffs, plus 160 to miss the playoffs. Uh, just one bet there? No, I'm going to have two three. Bets. I was just giving you a hard three. time. Yeah. Make the playoffs minus $2. And lay the $2 as yeah. well. The NFC West plus 190 and the NFC plus 650. Can they win the NFC as a wild card? Can they go on the road and win three games? As they a can. I mean, look, Tampa did it last year. They, I mean, they would. They, they won three games on the road, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Let's take a look at the, Jacob. You have their schedule that you can put up there, and their uh, and the season uh, season win totals as part of the team betting package. We'll wait. He's ta- oh, he's no, talking. We're, we're, we're waiting. TV. We're waiting for okay, you. We're on TV here somewhere. They're they're broadcasting us. <laughs> All right, ten and a half is the is is the conventional number here, plus one twenty to over ten and a half a mall, minus one forty to the under. Alternates, you can go over nine and a half if you think they're ten and seven or better, but you got to lay one ninety five. Or if you don't like them, you can go under eleven and a half, minus two twenty. Or if you think they're twelve and five or better, plus one eighty. Well, I'll tell you what, I would rather take the over nine and a half than make the playoffs at minus two dollars. I think. Uh... I think it's going to be difficult to make the playoffs at 9-8, and eight, but I think at 10-7 and seven they get in, so probably a little bit better play there. Also, the over 10.5 plus 120 is the better play out of the uh, 
over 11 and a half plus 180. Not enough to have to win that 12th game there. I think the Rams uh, win 11 games. Uh, I like both the overs in that one, but the over 10 and a half is a pretty solid play at plus 120. Now, for exact division, now this division is very, uh, this division is very competitive. Probably has the best worst team if we think it's it's Arizona, yeah, Arizona right? Yeah. So it's the most balanced division. There's exact finish orders here uh, in the NFC West. You like the Rams? Uh, here it's the worst odds. It's a different market at plus. You're getting them at plus 190. Do you like the 49ers to finish second at plus 225? The Seahawks to finish third? You could or second at 250, 250. Or if you think uh, the Cardinals have a shot at third, plus 225. Any of these markets interest you at all? Yeah, no, not really, because I think it's tough. Because I think this division, it can be, it can go any which way. I think when you look at it, I think the uh, the Seahawks could easily finish ahead of the 49ers. I think the Cardinals could potentially do the same thing. It just depends on how things play out. Let's look at the props. You think this is going to be a breakout year for Matthew Stafford, saddled in that losing program in Detroit. His over-under passing yards, 4,600 a mall and a half. Uh, I think it's going to be under. Even though there, there's some question marks at the running back position, I think this team is going to be dominant from a defensive standpoint. I think they'll be in a position where maybe the last game of the regular season won't matter, so that puts a lot more pressure on you when you look at the totality of yardage for the season. So for me, I would look towards the under there. How about Cooper Cup over six touchdowns? Yeah, Minus 125. Yeah, I would go over there. Yeah, I would too. I think that's a little low. I'd make that number seven or seven and a half. He, you know what? He's really good. Just running in motion and then a quick out to the right or left uh, inside the goal line situation or a third down and short situation. Aaron Donald over under 12 and a half over. sacks. Well, why, why are you why Ooh. are you looking at me like Ooh, that? You're very strong on that. Well, look at what the numbers Aaron Donald has been able to put up. That's the only reason. Now, look, when you look at his uh, his position, where he's at on the field, it's hard to normally take an over 12 and a half based on a defensive tackle. But he has done a tremendous job. And by the way, Mike, to, taking a look at it, his last three seasons, he's gone over that number. All right, so we have more than just a few bets here on the Rams. I think you have a lot of positive bets on the Rams here. Let's take a look at the uh, the higher prices for the uh, the awards. Um, Coach of the year, Sean McVay, sixteen to one. Nope, they acquired Stafford. He, he they could, they'd have to go seventeen and zero for him to win this thing. Is twenty to one enough of a price for Stafford for MVP? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to put up numbers that impress you. I think there's too many other teams and other players out there, and maybe someday somebody will figure out that Russell Wilson has been carrying. The 206 on his back for uh, nearly a decade now. Offensive player of the year, Stafford, Cup, Woods. I say draw a line through all those. Correct. All right. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald at plus 550. Not high enough. Anytime you have a defensive player, it's got to be higher numbers. Um, you know, if you want to take a long shot, Jalen Ramsey at 40 to 1, not a bad play, but I, I'm not thrilled with it. Ramsey doesn't get enough picks, doesn't get enough action his way necessarily, so neither guy on the defensive side of the ball. Let's take a look at. Uh, from a scheduling perspective, when we take a look at wins and then how they could end up and in the landscape of the NFC, when you look at their six division games, um, where do you project them out at them all? Four and two, five and one? Four and two. Four and two, okay. Mm -hmm. Season win total set at seven and a half. They need to go seven and four in the remaining 11 games. I think they get a good home opener there against the Bears. They get the fortune of going to the Colts in week two, probably... Right, no Carson Wentz, even though he'll come back earlier than expected. He's not going to be back in the first quarter of the year. Week three, circle Bucks at Rams could be key for uh, home field in the NFC. And that's going to be probably your late game on Fox on Sunday, right? Rams, Absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, we already know what that game is on that Sunday. Look, I, I would expect the Rams to probably be about a three-point favorite in this one. I love the Rams. Number one, it's more important for them than it is for the uh, Buccaneers. 
This, this is going to be a game they need to win because as we get further into the schedule, it's going to be a real pretend, uh, utilizing a tiebreaker situation. Never easy to go to Seattle in Week 5. Then they get the Giants at home. They're probably a double-digit favorite in that game. The line at the Giants, I'm sorry, so maybe a touchdown six there. They get the Lions at home. They'll be a double-digit favorite. They get at the Texans. They might be a double-digit road favorite. They will be. They will be. They get the Titans at home. That's a good thing instead of having to go yeah, to Tennessee. Exactly. Then they go to the 49ers. The bye in Week 11. You like a bye later in the season. I really do. I actually wish the NFL would do this where they go Weeks 8 and 9 or 9 and 10. We're going to have half the teams off in the other half. Brent, Brent Musburger always said they'll never do that just simply because of uh, TV. But I'm like, you know what? Let or just to, How about this? One week during the middle of the season, week number 10 or week number 9, just, just a bye week for everybody so people can get some chores done around the house, whatever they need to get done, what have you. Um, to me, it's one of those situations where I wish it was a, a balance because you get teams starting to get them in week 5. It's just so unfair. I think it's so much more advantageous later. They also get the bye before they, they go to Lambeau. That's a big help. I think it's very interesting here, this spot, when they go to Lambeau. Obviously, they're going to be an underdog when they go to Lambeau if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and playing well. But this is where they fell short last year with Jared Goff in the playoff game in Lambeau. So a, a revenge game there. Also another game with implications for seeding in the NFC. They get Jacksonville at home. Um, Trevor Lawrence will have had a dozen games or so under his belt at this point in Week 13. They go to the Cardinals, the Seahawks at home. Week 16 is an interesting game for me if you're talking about their win total at the Vikings. Yeah, it really is. That's going to be an interesting one. They're, they're close, closing out their schedule the final four weeks is tough, but I think the advantage for them is that 49ers game may not mean anything. So that's a great situation to potentially be in. Mike, I, I don't understand how this schedule, how they wound up with the Lions and the Jaguars, considering the fact that this team made the plus. I get that they're playing the NFC. Uh, it appears that they're playing the NFC North this year because you're, you're playing, yeah. obviously, those four teams. Mm-hmm. But the Jaguars on the schedule, uh, that's a manageable game at home. The way their first five weeks start out, potentially first six weeks, I, I love it for this team. So when I go through this, let's just let's just take you know talk about eleven wins, six losses. Where are the six losses here? They could lose to the Bucks at home. Yes, right. At they Seattle. Could, they could lose at Seattle. Mm-hmm. I still like them. At, I still like them against the Titans at home. Yes. So I would say they could lose at the 49ers. Yes. At lose Green at Bay. the Packers. That's four. And then and then. Maybe 16 and 17 at Vikings at Ravens. That's six losses. It's still 11 and six. Yeah. And so that's over the 10 and a half. I think that's going to be my bet on them. Uh, I do like them all. I do like them at plus 190. I think they should be the division favorite. So I would make two bets on them. Uh, Plus 190 to win the division and plus 115 over 10 and a half. Look, I I think when you look at the schedule, you look at the 49ers schedule, I have more question marks about San Francisco than I do the Rams. And I think that's where I like the Rams overall. I think it starts at quarterback. I thought that for a couple of years. I've said all along, I didn't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy. If Jimmy Garoppolo were as good as everybody thought he was in New England, they would have never traded him. That, that was to me. Look, whenever you have a player that you see every day and you don't choose to re-sign him or you choose to trade him away, that tells me that you don't believe that guy's the guy. And that's been the case in New England a lot. When they've traded guys away, they have not, they have not prospered. I've always said, because of the trade of Richard Seymour mm-hmm. to the Raiders, that's when I realized that if a team that drafts you, develops you, and helps you produce, doesn't retain you, that's probably an indictment on your abilities going forward. Yeah. This is going to be very interesting because the Packers uh, the Packers out-of-division schedule is very tough as well um, because of them being a number one. They get the number one. Tampa Bay's out-of-division schedule is very tough as well. 
I think it's a three-horse race for the number one seed in the NFC between those three teams, Tampa, Green Bay, and the Rams. I would agree with you. But I don't necessarily agree that whoever wins it is is a prohibitive favorite to make the Super Bowl because I think the road teams, they can go on the road and win with a defense. Agree with you. I will say this. If Tampa or the Rams have the home field advantage, I don't think it really matters because you're playing in a dome and you're playing in yeah. good climate in Tampa. Going to Green Bay is a little bit more challenging potentially in January. Well, you'd have to have the same kind of coaching performance that they put on last <laughs> yes, year to have, exactly. to have a shot as the road <laughs> team. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're going to have Trey Wingo join the program. And stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, it's Betting Across America. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.